Hey guys, so it's Sarah here, and this is the ninth episode of Sarah G Strikes. I did want to say that if you're someone who actually does sit around waiting for these episodes to drop, I am deeply sorry that I've been kind of AWOL for a month. But I decided to take a little mental health break because I was working a lot of my two jobs, one that's more of a seasonal thing and the other that just I have had a lot of stuff come up and I am a chronic insomniac so I just had a lot of little things going on that I needed to take care of and you know what, mental health matters, stuff that we talk about a lot and again, I can see that coming up in the strike as well between WGA, SAG-AFTRA, you name it, I-A-T-S-E, and I think that we just need to be a little more mindful of that when we're writing things because I also binge-watched during my little break, Surviving Summer. It is an amazing show, and I know that Sky Cats can't really talk about it while actors are on strike in the U.S., but it is an Australian show, so there's a little bit of a loophole for the Australian actors, you name it. That being said, I wanted to touch a little bit about kindness and health and all that stuff because currently I keep seeing a lot of keyboard warriors going after these actors that, you know, are probably in the 18 to 25 range, aka similar to a normal person like me's age, still trying to figure out life. You will see things, whatever, but Remember, just going forward, that these are real people with real feelings and what I can tell, because again, I do not know these people. I've had very limited interactions, but they seem really sweet, really nice, really calm, chill people. They seem like decent human beings. And again, just because a character they play is a villain doesn't mean that they are a villain. And that's something that you need to learn to separate, and not everybody does. And I get that, but it's just like I wanted to say I am sick of the people that just think that they can say whatever the hell they want online and just hide behind the keyboard, be a bully. You just, you don't realize what people are going through. And a role like this can actually build your esteem so much. And I'm speaking as a non-union person who's working towards just getting her stuff together as well. And you know what? I also know as a woman in society, you name it, that just a lot of the stuff affects you. And again, the good job that this show does is that they address a lot of anxiety, you name it, PTSD, and just... They did a good job about touching on, you know, racial awareness, the whole microaggressions. There's just a lot that I think is amazing about this show that I think that they should definitely get a season three. I know a lot of people are Team Bex, but I can't, I can't, I cannot get on board with that. And that's just because, um... I'm not going to give too much away, but just I'm going to have my feelings be felt here for a second. Um... But Ari and Summer are legitimately the healthiest relationship I've seen. Why? Because they don't put down each other. They communicate. They fight, but they get back together. They do healthy communication, I've seen. 
And again, she goes, I try to be happy for you. Even when there was like a little slip up, you know, she put the boundary there. He respected it and he worked on it. Like, um, worked on what he was doing with his girlfriend at the time. You name it. Like, they've both grown a lot. I think they're very good for each other. Obviously, I'm not a person that usually likes parents, like, working behind the scenes and all that. And you can see this on a lot of my Instagram comments. But what I think I would, like, enjoy about this is just that they seem like they're a very put-together couple and that never gets really written well or they're usually teased or like, this shows the good, the bad, the ugly, but it shows it in a healthy way, like, where, again, he respects her for being her, and he brings out the side of her, the softer side of her, the more open and the more, you know, willing to reflect, too. Like, they're both, like, better. They make each other better, and they're both more honest when they're with each other, and again, she... But yeah, I just think it would be a really big mistake, just in my opinion, not to, you know, um, bulldoze it like in every other romantic TV show, whatever you call it. Uh, I think that sometimes we need to see a lot more of that healthy relationship inside of a um, TV show. And I think that, you know that route. I just really like Summer and Ari for that reason. I think also just the fact that, you know, he has a little sister that <laughs> is telling him all the stuff and noticing this. And he was in a really toxic relationship this season. And again, don't come after the actress for it. She did a great job playing that character. Okay, let's just end it there. Separately, I do think that Poppy could use some fun if I was going to pair her with some other guy or just, you know, choosing Poppy. I'd choose Bax. Why? Because I think he would be very cool to have in a fun way. I personally, where everyone else doesn't seem to see it, where Marlon actually kind of pushes her more to make a decision about their relationship, all that stuff. Sure, he was more put off guard, like, by her calling him her boyfriend, but I think just the whole situation just seemed off to me, and he couldn't just let her go and be with Griff, even though we all know what Griff's like, but can I just say this? He had a little bit more of personality growth this season, and I do like him a lot better. I would like to see more of his backstory. I think, again, we should be kind to the actor that played him. He played him really well. He played that villain kind of douchebag well. But again, remember, he's a real human being that I can, from all I see, again, I don't know things and I'm trying not to have parasocial relationships, but from what I am understanding, seems like a decent person in real life that does not deserve, nobody really deserves hate, but he seems like a really nice person, similar to Annabeth Wolf who, or Annabelle Wolf, sorry, Annabelle Wolf, who plays Ren. So again, I think that these villains play do a good job. Again, I was watching Happy Gilmore and thinking about Shooter, you know, so again, all that stuff. I just think that we need to learn again to separate more. I think that we all need to challenge each other to be kinder because again, with the stuff going on with the AMTPT, it is getting insane. And I think you know, 
their toxicity and in our society, I think it's very much uh, kind of lethal at times because, again, it kind of encompasses everything in your brain. It takes over, you name it. And I think just with how much loneliness that we suffered from through COVID, I think that, you know, we're very predisposed to letting a lot of that get to us. And then it spreads like a wildfire. And then we're just kind of in this negative cycle. And I know I've sometimes fallen for that too, in the negative thought process. And again, it's neither here nor there. I know I'm getting a tiny bit off topic than I usually do, but I think that it's just showing like how different setups even happen because in Europe, they do something so different with the royalties. And I think it just shows like how much the US isn't what it's supposed to be with how our setup is, especially on unions. So I just wanted to touch a little bit on that and, you know, where my brain goes to why I think X, Y, and Z would make sense. Obviously, we need Tuscany and Bodie more next season. So I would say if, you, if you're going to keep relationships very healthy and very, you know, you know, have little blips and whatever, definitely go with Ari, Summer, and Bodie and Tuscany because I think that we need less toxicity. But again, I don't... Think I think Poppy needs some fun. I think she needs to choose herself. So I think Bax would be a very good choice in that. But again, I don't know. Would I like to see Marlon surf more and be more kind of on that? Or hypothetically go back to Brazil and surf for Brazil? I don't know. Would I like Griff to get just some sort of better backstory? Yes. So there's just some ideas, obviously. I am not a writer. I am not on that show, but I do really appreciate it. Also, can we get 12 episodes to at least round it out to even 30 and get more scenes with Honey just speaking the truth? That is kind of all I got to say about that. that. Um, but yeah, we're going to get into a little bit the daytime shows here quick. So let's break it down because I know that there was a lot of drama with Drew Barrymore. And I know a lot of this was a PR move. Bill Maher. You name it. The Jennifer Hudson show. The talk, the view, whatever. You know, just a lot of those who... It's like the pessimism in me, which I agree, is true. It's totally a PR move, but to stay in the good graces. And luckily, like, they listened. It took forever, and it was really annoying that they had to keep repeating themselves. And again, the AMTPT just decides to... just decides to do these things where they want to make sure that the people can't live in their houses anymore and that's so fucking ridiculous also people keep telling me all these things and yeah i know i should join the union but right now i can't really join the union also when i'm trying to put my resume and stuff together the stuff that i still think should count as credits don't and it's just like where i wish that some of the things would change a tiny bit but again i am so for the union i am so for what these writers and what these actors, what crew members are asking for. Legitimately, the more time that I see things, what they're asking for is not that much. Again, it's less than 1%. 
and even Drew, the fact that she thinks that she should just move on, even though she did the basic thing with the MTV. It just goes to show, though, that, like, what the power of a PR and a good actress can do when they're trying to get Weasel out of some of those issues that they've been in, considering the fact of the matter is that they work their butt off to make sure that they're not looked in a negative lighting at all, because... God forbid, if they were, then nobody's going to like them. And Drew's been like a quintessential, you know, uh, good girl, everyone loves her, that kind of energy. And she's so likable and can't stand to be unliked. And I think that that's true, that, you know, the whole people-pleasing thing we go into, but I'm shocked even in the first place that she went that route. Which just shows, again, the greed, the whatever. And she's from one of the most prominent acting families. And again, I know she's had her ups and downs, whatever. But I just, I wanted to touch on that a little bit more. I don't know too much of the Bill Maher situation or the Jennifer Hudson situation as much. So I do know that following the Drew Barrymore stuff and just seeing her and understanding that kind of energy more. Again, Kelly Clarkson has remained off the air and I do think that people who kept throwing out that Conan thing or whatever, it's because they paid under the table the way that they worked around the system. This wasn't going to benefit anyone. So again, if you're kind of late to the news and you're still wondering why people are so upset, that's a little bit the issue. You should follow now this news under the desk news. You should follow Michael Jammin because he gives a lot of great updates on the writer's strike. And he calls out in the funniest ways people who really have no idea what they're talking about. Because, again, they say that non-union people will just take the roles so that union people and then, yeah. No, it's going to be a circus if they're non-union people join. Yes, I know some people might still, but I've been saying no. Lots of people have been saying no since, like, June. So, yeah, not happening. Stand your ground. I think that they're... Is a lot to be said, though, just when you kind of pull, um, might put the U.S. part under a microscope, like the Canadian has ACTRA, and, you know, there's just so much more that you could look at to kind of compare and contrast on this, but at the end of the day, it's just still a really big issue, like kind of with the U.S. and kind of like about the healthcare and all that, and it just shows, again, the never-ending greed we have in our society, so, yeah. I know I talked really fast and maybe didn't make 100% of sense, but hey, that's my life. That's who I am. And so on and so forth. Um, this has been Sergi Strikes episode 9, and we will see you soon.